Hi, hello, and welcome to M.Paradise, a podcast where we talk about the wide, wild world of games with a focus on PC gaming. This is episode number five. My name is Ben, and today I am joined by not one, but two boys. Romeo, Tevin, introduce yourselves, so introduce yourselves real quick, and uh, let's get it going. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here with the boys. I missed the last one, but uh, I'm back. Um, and yeah, let's go. I'm Optimus Poppy on gaming platforms. If people care, not that they do, but if they do, well, that's there you are. you can find me. Exactly. Um, I I am Tevin, uh, top Trevin on all gaming platforms. Here as always. As always. Sweet. We hope to bring y'all thoughtful discussions about upcoming titles and platforms, as well as insight into the world of PC gaming from our POVs as 20-something broke boys struggling for that 4K 144 FPS gold standard we all know and love. With that little intro out of the way, let's get into it. Boys, we've added this new section. I think it's working out well, but how are we? Tevin, let's start off with you. It seems like you're uh, having a grand old time playing some uh, GOG Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, how are yeah. you outside of Guardians of the Galaxy, though? What uh, what are you been uh, up to? Busy at work? Uh, yeah, always busy at work. Uh, hospitals are, you know, still pandemic. Um, we are but, in uh, panorama. <laughs> um, other than that, it's been good. A lot of games uh, on the back burner. So that's that's just how we like it exactly. at the moment. So yeah, doing great. Very nice, and Romeo. I'm doing great. Uh, super busy at work. I am finishing up stuff for my documentary right now. Mm-hmm, well, mm-hmm. not right now in this very moment, but today I was working quite a bit on that. And it's a lot of work, but I love it. And yeah, stuff's great. We went climbing the other day, and my boy Benjamin did a route from the competition that was in our gym like uh during the weekend so that was pretty cool I yeah it was pretty totally fun enjoyed watching that <laughs> it was uh i was very proud as a parent as my mentor as it were but yeah we've uh we went to the gym um that was honestly uh pretty pretty enjoyable i was surprised with the competition boulders and how hard they got how quickly they got hard um and so i was happy to at least do one of the like medium grade ones it was like number what six or seven something like that yeah so nothing yeah. too difficult um what, what would you guess it was a v f- three v4 yeah like a v3 i think just yeah it wasn't too anything last move um but then that black one that we were trying at the end, that might have been like a V4 because mm. there were too many heel hooks <laughs> yeah that was pretty advanced and they were too bulbous, and uh, this fat ass yeah. does not enjoy being inverted. So <laughs> I fell off quite a few times, but outside of climbing, busy as always, you know, just like y'all boys, uh, busy at work, busy at school, uh, wrapping up both this semester. Um, so, you know, just trucking along, keeping my head down, doing my thing. Well, sweet. After our little intro, we always like to get into what we're playing. Tevin, I'll throw it to you because it's very obvious what you're playing. Um, tell us about Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, this little game, I like really did not have it on my radar at all until we talked about it a little bit ago. Mm-hmm. 
watched the trailer for it, kind of was interested um, because I was really hoping it was going to go in the complete opposite direction that the Avengers game did. And it did. Like, it's kind of, it, it's really its, its own thing. Just jumped off the cliff. Uh, it, it's, uh, it's really weird. Like, Drax killed Thanos, and that's just like nonchalant throughout. It's like, oh, okay. That like pivotal moment in, uh, our like Marvel universe is like nothing in this, you know. Give me two point so five. I might have not recorded the first. Alrighty, stopwatch is going. I'll record this with a focus on. Oh no, we're good. We're good. Okay. This is episode <laughs> number. Sorry, five. and now I have double audio. Okay, just act like nothing happened. So, uh, yeah, as you were saying. Ridiculous. Um, trying to remember. Where I- <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember where you are, but you're enjoying it. You're saying it's going the opposite direction of avengers um and you were uh you were liking that yeah no uh main best part about this is by far it's a uh, soundtrack it just it just works so well when it kicks in and uh they have the moments where you build up a uh bar during combat to do a huddle up and then uh once you come out of the huddle you're powered up and the uh, music kicks in and it kind of kind of just really Sets the the, yeah, the Guardians of the Galaxy vibe really, really comes together with the uh, incorporated music. I feel, and uh, yeah, it's just a good little single player experience. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, it doesn't look too bad, and uh, I, I did see a bit of gameplay uh, earlier last week, and uh, specifically that huddle mechanic, like you were just talking about, uh, which I thought was pretty interesting. You know, as a as like a team based RPG, that's something that. Uh, although makes a lot of sense, I don't know that has been done before. Um, right. You'll you'll have to correct me. You know, I haven't played like the new Final Fantasies and whatnot, but I honestly have never seen a mechanic like that. Um, you know, and like y- Yakuza, like a dragon or something, they have like team moves, but nothing like that you do beforehand to get ready for the fight. You know, um, right. so I thought that was pretty cool. Outside of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, though, what are you up to? Um, outside of that, I've been, I beat, uh, Outer Wilds. That's a thing. Ooh. Um, so we need to do like a spoiler cast on that whenever you want to, cause that is just a, a game to, to play. And, and then I'm, I, I don't know how to start the DLC. I'm, I'm figuring it out. <laughs> uh, like I started, started part of it, but I died in during the setup. And, uh, then I was like, I don't want to. I don't want to restart this right now. So right. I had not have not gotten to the DLC. Damn. Oh, well. But yeah, I think we should uh, definitely do a spoiler cast about that. I need to finish it up. And I'll probably just, you know, do a whole new playthrough. But I don't think it'll take too terribly long to get through. Um, Romeo, I highly, I mean, both of us highly recommend it. So uh, okay. you should definitely uh, check it out. Yeah. Story good? Oh, yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah. Awesome. Done. Especially, I think the way you interact with the story is yeah. the greatest part. You have okay. not experienced this before, I can tell you. I that. have not. Okay, I'm always open to new gaming experiences. Exactly. Yeah. Because I feel like if you like this, the way you interact with the story with this, then we can get you into death loops slowly, and it just mm. comes I mean, together. I'm going, I, I will play death loop. Uh, I just don't have the money right now to. Oh, no, that, that, that's fair. That's fair. That broke boy life, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, sweet. Um, it says here you've also been playing Back for Blood and KOTOR. 
you want to share any more thoughts on that or just, you know, trucking along? Uh, just trucking along, you know, back for blood whenever the boys are on KOTOR when I'm not playing anything else. And it's, it's a slow grind because the game likes to corrupt the save file a lot. So usually set back like 10, 20 minutes uh, if you're like not careful. Right. With your um, saves. So it, uh, it's rough, but it's, it's also like, I recommend that game so much if you have not played it. It's one of the greatest Star Wars stories. I know. I really need to, but uh, I just think it's, you know, one of those games that I'm always going to have on the list, but never really get to. Though, with the remaster, you know, I might have to try that out and then, like, go back and compare and contrast. But, uh, yeah, unfortunately for me, probably not to the remaster. Indeed, indeed. Well, sweet. Romeo. On to you. I know what you've been playing, but uh, share with the rest of the world what you've been up to. Well, uh, the boys introduced me uh, to Back for Blood. Um, one of the boys that is not with us today did mention that I was better than Tevin at it. So, I mean, I don't know. It's just all lies. Shots fired. You're just going to have to play together, I guess. I know, really the, gotta... uh, Yeah. He's just trying to bait, bait me into playing... Back for blood. I'll I'll play with you. You just gotta say that. <laughs> also, trying to go to the gym. If you trying to go tomorrow, but that's like well, what time though? Because I am leaving the evening. Literally anytime. Last day okay. off. Nice. We could go in the morning. Anyways, yeah. um, yeah. So back for blood was nice. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think we finished like the first. What was it then? Um. The first episode. Yeah, the first chat. The what was it called? The first episode. We didn't finish the first act. No, we didn't finish the first act, but the first section within the first act. I know, Um, yeah, okay, that's fair. So yeah, we we blew up the bridge and uh have made it across, and so now we'll be uh It's a good little experience though. That's like a good little chunk of that's like would be comparable to a chapter in Left 4 Dead, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, and and what are your thoughts so far, Romeo? I know that you, did you play Left 4 Dead? Yeah, I did. I I mean, so far, and I wasn't really paying any attention to the story because I just wanted to play with the boys. Right. Um, But so far, it's good. I mean, there there are a lot of things that I've yet to learn, and I was just kind of trying to survive. (laughs) Uh, But there are a bunch of things that I need to just spend some time and actually read them and see what they mean and right um uh, but as far as gameplay uh it's pretty nice i enjoyed it not too scary as <laughs> the forest um at least so far i'm sure it gets um or maybe not i don't know uh, you haven't yeah. experienced the fog modifier yet that's when it yes. really kicks in i'll go. say that is the one terrifying thing in that game yeah when it, cause it, it just it don't stop coming, especially on the higher difficulty, that fucker won't go down. There you go. Yeah, so you're gonna love it. <laughs> exactly. No, I mean it's a nice experience with the boys. Uh, it was funny. I laughed quite a bit. Exactly. And I mean, it just feels good to be better than Tev at something. <laughs> really it's digging it in. All lies. Yeah, I was gonna say, damn. I have to stand because of my watch. Well, sweet. Outside of Back for Blood, what else have you been up to? Um, well, I'm trying out, like, I'm playing right now some Destiny, 
just uh, checking out that Halloween event. Um, and I'm telling you, son, you got to come over and we got to play again because I got that season pass as well. So it's nice. There's quite a bit of new things going on. And I don't know. I just always enjoy Destiny. I know that Tevin has a lot of shit to talk about it, but uh, I simply <laughs> don't care. Yeah, I just uh, uh, I just installed it on Game Pass to try go. and register my account. Does it bring over your account? Like, it's the same thing, no? Uh, you gotta go to Bungie.net and uh, do that. Okay. Um, yeah, it's super easy. I did it um, the other day. Okay, well, um, And then after Apart from that, I just I was just trying before we started um, this indie game called Sable that I was really excited about because it has like this really cool like hand drawn aesthetic. Self um, I, I don't know. Like Borderlands almost, but yeah, kind of a little more rough, right? Um, and that and a little more artsy as well. Mm, so it okay. looks. It looks really, really good. And I was really excited as well because Japanese Breakfast, one of my favorite artists, makes the entire soundtrack for the whole thing. Um, and the music that I got to listen to, pretty good. The visual aspect is really cool as well. The game is janky as fuck. <laughs> and the writing is atrocious. Oh, it's God. just so bad. It's so bad. It's like, I mean, I can kind of see that the lore might be pretty interesting, mm -hmm. but the writing just felt like, I don't know, like you get this text boxes and it's like what the character is thinking. Um, and I don't know, it just feels so redundant and I don't know, like lazy writing almost. Hmm. Um, so yeah. And I think mainly what I disliked the most was was just how janky it was. It just I just couldn't play. Right. Um, but yeah, that's oh, and then finally that stranding that I was supposed to finish for today, and I didn't. <laughs> what chapter are you on uh, now, though? Same. I I did not make any progress. Oh my god. Um. So yeah, I'm sorry to disappoint you that, but um. We'll get yeah. you there eventually. No, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that for next week it'll be done. It's just that a couple of things piled up this week for work. And no need to rush it. It's an exactly. experience. Exactly. exactly. I just want to do that spoiler cast with the boys. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there when we get there. Well, sweet. As for myself, along the same vein, no Guardians of the Galaxy for me, but for, back for blood and... Um, a little bit of Death Stranding, nothing too crazy. Um, literally just, you know, random missions. Uh, so I didn't even add it to the dock. But Back for Blood, like you were saying, finally got you in. That was a pretty fun experience. I was uh, glad you enjoyed it so much because you were pretty hesitant. I was, yes. You installed <laughs> it on launch and then uninstalled it. And we had to have you install it again last night in order to play it. It wasn't, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't uninstall it because I didn't want to play it. I just had to deal with uh, 500 gigs of 4K uh, footage. 
So ah, I didn't have any space. <laughs> excuses, bro. My computer excuses. was trying to kill itself with those 4K files. Yeah, so. but they can be uh, chunky. Yeah. Well, sweet. Yeah, uh, that's the yeah. Um, outside of that, Tev and I played a little game called Zero Hour. Um, mm. That Ooh, is, we need to play more of that. Yeah, I, I'm totally down. That is a tactical FPS along the same vein as SWAT. If um, any of y'all are old enough to remember that, I never played it though. I'm very aware of what it was. Um, it was kind of like the Rainbow Six New Vegas, New Vegas. Um, what is it? Is it called New Vegas? No, Rainbow Six Vegas, yeah. just Vegas. Um, yeah, Vegas. Before Rainbow Six Vegas, um, and it, it really focused on you know doing things by the numbers, being an actual like SWAT team member. Um, and so Zero Hero, Zero Hero, Zero Hour <laughs> um, tries to do that. I think this one's set in Malaysia or the Philippines. One of those uh, oceanic nations, um, which doesn't really affect it, uh, but does uh, make it pretty enjoyable. I was surprised with how the levels like ramped up right off the bat. Um, yeah. They give you two off the bat, and then there are, what, like 10 locked? Um, yeah, I, I believe so. That I think like 13 locked, something like that. There's a lot. There's a yeah. lot of levels. Um, and so we, we did the first two, we were like, okay, this isn't too bad. We died a couple times, but nothing too crazy. Um, you will get one shot. Like that is a, that is a guarantee. <laughs> I was playing for Bryce the other day and had cleared the entire house and was looking for my second hostage. And I open a door and sure as shit, the last fucking AI has the hostage in a headlock and is aiming the pistol at me. <laughs> and as I open the door, just one taps me. Like I couldn't react. I couldn't do anything. And the run was over, and I was so shitted. I was doing so well. I had picked up all the weapons. I had, I had actually arrested somebody instead of shooting them in the head when they dropped their weapon, and uh, it was all for naught because I got domed. Um, but super fun if you're into uh, tactical shooters. Definitely give that a try on Steam for like twelve bucks. Um, and then finally, Riders Republic. Uh, the boys know that I used to mountain bike, and so this is just uh, right up my alley. If you're familiar with Steep, the Alpine winter sports game that Ubisoft released in what, 2017, 2018? Um, Maybe a bit earlier. Uh, But this is, in essence, its spiritual successor. Literally was just codenamed Steep 2 um, until they finally just revamped it, renamed it. Um, Definitely more zany and wacky than Steep, so it makes sense. Uh, But Riders Republic focused on mountain biking, and then, of course, if you want to... Wingsuit, rocket suit, skiing, uh, snowboarding, just, you know, outdoor sports, living that thrilling life. I literally never get off the bike and uh, won't ever really and won't really ever will. Um, I think it's a blast. Definitely check it out. It's free up until the 28th. So on launch tomorrow. So nobody's going to hear this in time. But um, if you have the Ubisoft pass, you can find it on there. So uh, if you're one of those members, give it a try. I'll probably be renewing my subscription um, to give that a good go around as well as Far Cry 6 with uh, Tev over here. So we might have some uh, thoughts on that later on. Indeed. But for right now, just the beta. Good stuff. Well, sweet boys. I think that's the uh, gaming roundup, what we're up to this week. If y'all are ready, we can uh, hop into the news. Let's go. Number one. The most anticipated drop of the year. Not really. 
uh, but something that is very near and dear to all of our hearts, Intel announced um, their new CPU lineup, Alder Lake, the i9-12000 series, flagshipped by the 12,000, 12,000, what is that, 12,900, 12,900, fuck, I'm totally botching this, 12,900K, 16-core CPU at 5.2 gigahertz, definitely a powerhouse. I think this was clocking at, what, 549 uh, on retail? So, uh, you know, remains to be seen if that's the price that we'll actually be getting it at due to uh, chip shortages and whatnot. But release literally next week, November 5th, November 4th, I keep saying the 5th. Um, Tevin, you were saying you you might have to cop one of these. Are you uh, you for real about this? You, you, you were mentioning a motherboard. I had to go away, but uh, what did you find about that if, motherboard? If um, the... CPU is for sale when um, I get paid next week. I probably will buy one of those, but I would have to get a new motherboard, and those are going to be the uh, big money ticket, if you will, as I think they're coming in around $1,500 for one that uh, would be able to sit the the 1700 socket type. Crikey. That is so, uh, wild. Yeah, it's a very high-end uh, motherboard as it is that is able to to sit the uh, the new socket. Yeah, that's understandable. I I also believe this is x86 architecture, not 64. Um, so definitely a I wouldn't say revolution, but a, a sizable step up from what PC gaming or PC technology has been for the past like 10 years or so. Um, so exciting stuff. If you can't afford the 12900K, they got you at the 12700K and F and base, as well as the 12600K, F and base. Uh, you can look those prices up, but I, I would guess somewhere around, you know, 400 and 300 for those respectively. Romeo, you, uh, you eyeing these I up at all? I can't afford anything. <laughs> any, any of those prices? No. Don't I even bring it up. Yeah, I need to eat, my guy. I need to finish the documentary. So uh, after the documentary, mad. once you're rolling in it, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Maybe we have better stuff by then. So exactly. Hey, you need a powerful rig for a powerful documentary. I Indeed. I do. I do. I need a lot of money as well. That is true. I will give you that. So for right now, a pipe dream, but uh, maybe one day. Yes. Someday. Sweet. Well, with that little tech news out of the way, we can get into uh, the gaming news. First up, Halo Infinite dropped a campaign trailer, a nice little six-minute sizzle reel of what we should expect from the campaign. So this is the uh, paid portion of Halo Infinite, with the multiplayer being available to everybody. Uh, Romeo, you're not one I very know, or I very know, you're not one I know to have played Halo. Um, Is that correct? Well, you've no doubt up, played Halo, but like you're not a Halo yes. player, right? No, I mean I played up until Halo Three, and that was uh... no. I played, I also played Reach. Mm. Um, that was about it. I mean, uh, I was shit at it, so it's not like <laughs> I'm looking to get into that again. Yeah, but this is the campaign. You ain't got to worry about I... getting ducked on. <laughs> I know, I know. Very true, very true. I just haven't touched those games in such a long time that I don't know if I want to now. I mean, the trailer does look good, but uh, 
there's just so many other games that appeal more to me right now. So I will say a Halo campaign experience with the boys is a uh, a different type of feeling. It's, <laughs> this, is um, this is very true. I agree with that statement. Well, just I mean, can't be they... uh, put into words truly. So it's uh, hard I, to turn down. I concur. However, I will preface that co-op campaign is not available on launch. At least to the best of my knowledge. I'll, I'll give this a quick Google. But uh, Forge and co-op campaign are not available at launch, I believe. That's dumb. Co-op campaign. Let's see. As of August... 21st forge and co-op will be added to the xbox exclusive shooter next year according to 343 very very sad stuff but no doubt i mean it, this will be on game pass so there's really no reason to not try it out you ain't this even gotta true. you ain't even gotta cop it it's already there for you this is true tevin and you gonna give it a download for sure uh yes no this is like uh, a, a for sure thing. I'm been waiting for a while for a new Halo, a good Halo. I mean, uh, it remains to be seen. This will be the first open world Halo. I think a lot of people I, are uh, cautiously optimistic at that idea, but uh, I I don't. I'm I'm very confused. I I never imagined Halo to be an open world or a game I wanted to be open world. You know. I mean it. It looks good from what they're showing, so I'm not worried. Like, mm-hmm. I I feel like as long as they delivered a polished experience from what I've seen, it'll be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I but mean, they can also just fuck it up. Yeah, and and look, you know, a, a polished turd is still a polished turd. Like, I'm <laughs> I'm wondering if this game will look fine and run fine, but like mechanically and thematically, you know. It, just will fall um because i feel like halo is known for like the big big set pieces you know you're like driving the warthog down while being chased by the covenant or you know jumping off of a fucking spaceship as it explodes and you're uh hurtling towards uh reach but like i don't know how they're necessarily gonna do that in an open world game you know you can tunnel you can tunnel players into any that's true area and then start your cinematic and you know start your thing and force them to go where you want them it's just it just has to be done well right so it's got it's going to be pretty difficult to do but i i think if anyone can do it it'll probably be be the boys in charge over there they got a lot of money why not they They do indeed romeo did you have any more thoughts on that before uh we move on um no i think i was gonna say something and i know i cut you off yeah it's fine it's fine it's fine okay well sweet let's keep going yeah well halo infinite coming december 5th um gonna be on game pass and of course like i said multiplayer free to play so no reason not to try should you have either free time or game pass up next something i think we are all excited for though i don't know that we should really put too much faith in Bloodborne is rumored to have a PC port already done by way of Nick Baker on what podcast was this? The Xbox Era podcast. I believe Nick Baker is also a co-founder of Xbox Era, so it would make make sense. Um, But by way of him, we have a PC port for Bloodborne already done. 
um, from Bluepoint, the people who brought us, you know, Shadow of the Colossus and uh, Dark Souls, Dark Souls, Demon Souls. Um, and, and alongside this PC port, they're evidently doing a sequel to Bloodborne that will be coming to PlayStation consoles exclusively, as well as an OG next-gen remaster of the first game. Romeo, I know a that... Sequel to Bloodborne? Yes, sir. I, I was oh, going to go straight to you. The first one. <laughs> hey, this came out in, what, 2014? You've had plenty of time. Yeah, but I don't have... Though I will admit, game. I haven't played it either. There you go. Um, well, this is great news. Now I just need to get my hands on it. The first one. And uh, I can be finally happy. Exactly. I know. I'm I'm super excited for this, and I'm ho- hoping this is true. And if it is ready, I would be surprised if we don't see it within the next half a year or so. Um, but, you know, who knows? They haven't said anything at all before, so why would they say anything now? Um, Tevin, you've played Bloodborne, no? Uh, yes, not to its completion, but I've played a majority of it. Right. So are you going to be uh, grabbing that... that PC port, or are you going to be copping uh, a PS5 and grabbing that sequel? Uh, probably both. I mean, I will kind of want to experience the first one before I go into the second one, and mm-hmm. I'm definitely getting a PS5 whenever I can find one in stock. So <laughs> that's that just is what it is. That'll be a while, brother. Yeah. Not, uh, not banking on that one anytime soon. Are you going to wait to, or I guess if the PC port comes out, you, you'll buy that first and then wait till yeah. you can to play the second one. Indeed. Yeah, I, I really doubt that they're going to launch the second one on PC, which is uh, kind of disappointing, but kind of makes sense since that's almost what they're doing with uh, God of War. You know, they're, they've announced and shown off a sequel that is on consoles only, but are also releasing it uh, or the first one on PC. So a very similar playbook once again. (laughs) Up next, we have more Starfield news. For those familiar, this is Bethesda's new, or upcoming rather, um, open world RPG space epic. um, Known for, of course, Fallout and Skyrim. It looks to be their next foray into uh, open world RPG along the same vein as their little brother Obsidian's Star Star Worlds. Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds. <laughs> I don't know if either of y'all have really looked at Starfield too much. We did get a cinematic trailer earlier this year that teased a release date of, I think, late next year, like uh, 11 22, something like that. That's my birthday, so that might be the reason I'm thinking of it. But it did have two sets of two digit numbers that were identical. It was like 11 11 22 or. See, that's the only date I can come up with now. So, But just know that there is a release date out there. Um, so we, it, it is on the horizon. And they finally uh, released some more, uh, more, I guess, media for us, concept art mainly, um, coming from one of their directors. Let's see, what's his name? Um, I had it pulled up. Here we go. Emil Pagliarulo. Pe- that is a wild name. The design director shot off some concept art. Nothing too crazy, but essentially, you know, stuff that they take and really uh, use for inspiration internally to shape the actual final 
environment designs, you know, gameplay designs of the stuff that goes in. Um, Romeo, did you have a chance to uh, check this out? I did not, but I can do it right yeah. now. Yeah, you pull that up real quick. Tevin, I know you were able to check a look, take a look. Um, were there any pieces that really uh, stood out to you? Um, not really. I, 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 I guess the biggest thing is how much t- they seem to have the world kind of fleshed out with their like factions, the names for them and all that. They really seem unique. So I'm interested to kind of see the world that they're going to build mm-hmm. uh, and how, how it's going to vary from like the worlds that we've seen. Um, are they going to just kind of like follow like, you know, you know, is it going to be too similar to anything that we've already seen or is it going to be like something completely new and, uh, uh, some that needs to be played right yeah I'm, I'm curious to see that as well i think the factions that they have are pretty unique but the concept art i felt w- was stuff that was pretty familiar um like i'm looking at one right now that looks to be like this gigantic white like outdoor space with these crazy trees um but all i can think about is the guardians of the galaxy movie um when they're hey. on this kind of like super futuristic planet at the very beginning of the uh, the original movie, uh, and to me, it looks almost identical. Um, right. And then they they also show off this sort of you know decrepit uh, Mars area with this uh, ship half sunk, and um, and then they have like a cyberpunk like alley. Um, yeah. So you know nothing that is groundbreaking. I feel nothing that we haven't seen, but definitely like unique stuff. Um, so I'm curious to see how well that translates because they still are using the same engine that they have been, um, the creation engine. Th- they have said that it has been sort of re-buttressed. Um, they, they've definitely updated aspects of it. Um, I think their lighting engine is really what they're pushing. So maybe, you know, it looks fantastic, but I, I really am skeptical to the degree to which they will be able to pull off some of these scenes and have it really look, you know, brand new or like next gen when they are using, you know, uh, in essence, an engine that they've been using since, you know, Skyrim. Um, really remains to be seen. Ro- not Romeo, sorry. Um, Tevin, you have played Fallout 76, which I want to say is probably the newest uh, creation engine game and I, I don't know you, you'll have to tell me if it if it's a looker of a game um i mean it looks it doesn't look bad i i don't think it it's terrible it's very like similar to fallout 4 if you played fallout 4 you probably can imagine how the graphics look in 76 they're just probably slightly updated from that mm-hmm. if even um so I don't think the game's going to look, you know, groundbreaking, but I also think 76 had some very amazing set pieces, so... Oh, really? It could... Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's... I Just, if you've ever played any Fallout game, you can find spots where it's just like, oh, wow, this looks really good, because most of the Fallout games still have great uh, attention to the landscaping and stuff like that. Like, they deliberately make landmarks that look great, Right, because they know that you're going to explore and you're going to find them. So I always, I've always thought that they have been ahead in their visuals in that department, where it's just random little areas. That you're like, oh wow, this actually looks pretty good, better than I thought it did. And 
you know, initial impression. So, right, their environment design is uh, really something else, evidently. Yeah, so I think they'll be able to bring out some something better than we expect, if not probably not mind blowing, but you know, still pretty good. Yeah. Well, you know, hopefully I'm wrong, and uh, Bethesda's never let us down in the past, so uh, <laughs> they have the track record to uh, come along. Romeo, were you able to uh, scan through it real quick? Anything, uh, anything jump out to you? I did, I did. I mean, I think I'm going to have to agree with you boys, especially with you, Ben. I, it doesn't feel like they're bringing anything like too new. Um, and granted, this is just like concept art, so... yeah. We're still a long way for anything uh, substantial, really. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I really, really liked Outer Worlds, which is, I know it's not by Bethesda, but um, I kind of feel like this is the Bethesda's take on that kind of genre. So we'll see if they can actually make something better than that. Yeah, in comparison to Outer Worlds, this definitely looks more gritty. Whereas Outer yes. Worlds is like, yeah, it's it, it's like dirty, but still comical and lighthearted. You right. Know? It's more cartoony. Right. Whereas this definitely looks to be like rugged, like, oh, God, life's so hard, um, yeah. which, you know, is very similar to the Fallout series. Not that Fallout series doesn't have comedy in it. There's plenty of comedy, but its overarching theme is dread. Um, and so I'm curious to see how this comes to that. Um, the, this, I do believe the, the minor story that we are given is that there are two warring factions or not warring factions, but factions in a, uh, un, unrestful peace. They, they worded it in a weird way, but it, essentially, you know, foreshadowing that there might be a war, which is understandable. And every single fucking Fallout and Skyrim game, there's always two factions that, you know, you can side with and do this crazy war scene with. Um, and so, of course, you know, they're going to bring that into here. Uh, but I do think it's a it's a cool idea to have it be at the beginning of war and also at sort of the beginning of this civilization expanding out in space. Um, I do believe it is technically our solar system with like a, a couple extra planets um or maybe i'm totally wrong on that but it, it is a very you know it, it is a contained solar system um and i don't know that we'll be traveling outside of it um but you know remains to be seen how it comes out and uh we can hope for the best you know sweet up next we have some destiny news nothing too crazy but more of a clarification on bungie destiny's witch queen dungeons are currently locked behind the deluxe edition of the game um, or will be available at a later date as a la carte DLC. People are definitely up in arms about this and it, it was understandable. It wasn't uh, communicated well enough that these would be, you know, sort of locked away as they are. Uh, so, you know, people expecting to get the Witch Queen expansion, the base one for $40, are uh, not going to be able to access the dungeons that, I guess, uh, are available once you complete the expansion, um, but rather will have to either buy them uh, at a later date for a small price or uh, upgrade to the deluxe edition for another $15, $20. So definitely interesting stuff. Romeo, what are your thoughts about this being the only other uh, Destiny boy? 
Um, I mean, this does feel like a bit of a dick move. <laughs> uh, and I might have to just take uh, Tev's side for once. And yeah, I'm kind of disappointed that they're doing that. But we'll see. I mean, I don't know. I'll have to wait and see. Uh, so far, they have not really disappointed. So we'll see. We'll see how much I have to pay. Yeah, I think that'll be the real... The real deciding factor is how much are they yeah. gonna paywall these? Um, you know, it to me it doesn't really make sense why they're not available in the base expansion if you're paying for the base exactly. expansion. Exactly. Um, so definitely very confusing. Um, and let me try and pull up um, the deluxe edition price real quick. Seventy dollars, um, whereas the base is only forty. Um, so definitely a bump up um, in price, uh, and so if they, you know, add the dungeons for like fifteen instead of that thirty, I I would probably do that if the dungeons are worthwhile. You know, if they're exactly. anything groundbreaking, and they have been. You know, I have yeah. been very happy with it, what the current dungeons are, um, and would have no real problem, you know, purchasing them if they uh, keep up the same trend. So exactly, and I think. Um, this expansion is going to bring a lot of new interesting stuff, so it might be worth it, but we'll have to wait and see. It's not something that I'm going to do right off the bat as they become available. Right. Tevin, I'm not even going to you know, torture you with trying to talk about this. <laughs> I think we all know where you stand. Um, I just I just think it's funny. I Oh, yeah. They 100%. show the true colors. Oh, my <laughs> So we shall uh, no doubt have more news in the future about that um, once we get some more uh, price tags on the stuff. But for right now, that is as it stands. Up next, some news out of CD Projekt Red. Delays. Their Cyberpunk and Witcher 3 next-gen updates are delayed until next year with Cyberpunk leading the way in Q1 and the Witcher 3 following suit in Q2. I don't know that this is really too relevant. Definitely the cyberpunk one, um, you know, for obvious reasons on console. Uh, but I think all of us here, you know, are able to experience essentially that already. Um, you know, I don't know that there will be anything outside of maybe 4K texture packs that will be available to us and maybe some, you know, DLC. I definitely think they're going to work in DLC on these new launches um, and try to re really like relaunch cyberpunk so that it doesn't have as much of a stigma as it did on launch, we all know how that went. Um, Tevin, are you going to be uh, checking either of these out? Um, I don't know. Uh, probably not. Just because I've played them, I haven't beat Cyberpunk yet. But like, it's, I, it's already, I already have it. You right. know, I don't yeah, need exactly. the next gen port to, to make a difference. So, I. I feel like I played Witcher Three too many times through to uh, experience it again on anything new. I've experienced it on PC, and I feel like that's just kind of the definitive way to do it. So after that, probably probably not too many more ways to do, go about it. Right. And Romeo, I I'm I know you are a Giga fan when it comes to the Witcher Three, and have yet to experience Cyberpunk. Are you going to be uh, holding off until this next gen release? Yeah, I mean, I might. 
I don't know. Um, I mean, you boys told me that Cyberpunk was kind of janky when it came out, so I don't know how long I have to wait to just have a clean and... You, oh, you would not have a problem running it. No? Oh, okay. I mean, you would definitely have to run it on low or medium. Yes. Um, And, you know, having a next-gen port isn't going to change that. Right. Uh but, you know, outside of you getting a new uh, GPU, I don't really think, you know, too much can happen. There you go. So, I mean, I don't know. It's it's on the list, but it's definitely a game that, just like Dead Stranding, is going to take me into that world for a couple of months. <laughs> oh, yeah. And so... uh, by the way, I think it is a 9 out of 10. Like, this... Like, even in its current iteration, even on launch with all its bugs, you know, right now I can imagine that the bugs that I I was having are probably, for the most part, patched out, um, mm-hmm. especially now that I have a 3060. I, I don't foresee me really having too many issues. Maybe, of course, with ray tracing, I'll have to run it on, like, medium or something. Um, but I think the current iteration, as it is on Steam, is pretty, pretty polished. Um, and, you know, if we pull it up, real quick uh i can look at what the reviews are uh and really trying to figure um that out real quick but i'd be surprised if it's still in an abysmal still in as an abysmal state as it was on launch so there we go i mean it's definitely a game that i really really want to play you just said it's a nine out of ten so it's gonna happen and I actually was, when I was trying to decide if I wanted to play Dead Stranding, the other game was Cyberpunk. Right. Um, and I think you said play Cyberpunk first. Um, I did, originally. Yeah. So, I'll get to it. I just need to finish Dead Stranding and then a bunch of other things and we'll eventually get there. Oh boy. Well, sweet. After that, we don't have too much more. Small little uh, bits and pieces. But uh, up next, we have Overwatch's McCree character being renamed to Cole Cassidy. Both the boys have played Overwatch. Tevin definitely more so than um, Romeo. So, Tevin, give me your give me your thoughts on this. How What were you... Uh, did you have any real reaction? Or you're just like, oh, okay. I had no reaction up until you told me why it w- happened. And then I was <laughs> like, okay, probably rightfully so. Probably right. actually so. It's it's I'm okay with it. I don't really care. I don't I'm not like an Overwatch fan or anything. I play it sometimes, but I'm not like following the game ever. Uh so it, it did not affect me in the slightest, but I could see some gamers getting real tilted about their Overwatch lore being messed with. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. For those unaware, um Blizzard is currently in the midst of a lawsuit with, I want to say a, a like legal agency within the state of California or a government body of California, one of the two, um, over sexual harassment and misconduct in the workplace. And uh, the McCree character was named after one of the assailants within the case who is booted from uh, Activision Blizzard, so no longer works there. Um, but... They, uh, understandably so, thought it right to change the character um, and announced that they would a couple weeks back and uh, evidently have come to a conclusion. 
I think I think it's a nice ring, Romeo. Like Cole Cassidy, it's a. There's no reason it couldn't be an Overwatch character. I think you know it falls in line with everything else. And uh, for those people yeah. up in arms, I think they're just uh, poo-hooing over nothing, really. There you go. You just said it. I mean, and I don't really give a fuck about Overwatch, but uh... <laughs> exactly, Overwatch is dead. So uh, small bits of news, nothing too crazy. After that, though, we did have a pretty interesting uh, revelation. Doom Eternal's Horde mode was announced. Um, they seem to be inscraping. They seem to be scrapping the previous uh, plan, which was an invasion mode, where uh, during your campaign campaign playthrough, uh, you could have a buddy or really anybody invade your game, a la Deathloop, um, and fuck with you as the I guess demons. I was gonna say the horde, uh, but the demons. Uh, Id said, "Fuck that. We don't think it's gonna work, and or there aren't enough players for it to work." More that I think, um, and so they're giving us a horde mode. Tevin, I know you loved Doom Eternal. Are you gonna be giving this a try? Uh, most definitely. I absolutely love that game. I need to play the DLC that they released. I haven't done that either. So it's. It's just one of the games I've I've been waiting to for it to like build up content again, right? So I can go back and experience it in a, a good little sesh because uh, it's definitely quality. I I know that they're not going to disappoint with whatever they're releasing, and uh, yeah, can't wait. One hundred percent, Romeo. Have you played Doom? I've not touched it. It's on a uh, Game Pass, so I would highly recommend. Yeah, good story or fantastic. I think you yes. would love it, honestly. Okay. Like the art style as well, I think would be right up your alley. It it continually impressed me how zany and like hardcore metal it got, but yep. still w- worked as like a high piece of sci-fi. Um, okay. Because for it's all intents, aesthetic works. Yeah, I, I, yeah. For all intents and purposes, it's like you know angels versus demons, but okay. the. But that is like the surface level. Past that, it's like alien factions warring each other, and you're you're a remnant of like a fallen civilization sent to this planet to protect it. It's crazy, um, and I think you would love the lore uh, grimoires that you collect, as well as just the fucking set pieces. Like some of the maps are astounding and breathtaking, um, and for you specifically, I think you would uh, really enjoy its sci-fi epic. Ness. Um, okay. Yeah. So give definitely, definitely give it a shot. It is a grueling FPS, and so uh, it'll train you up. But I think uh, I think you need that, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think I do. I think I really do. It'll get you trained up for that one v one match you're gonna have to have with Tevin to uh, settle this <laughs> who's better dispute. <laughs> that would be hilarious. <sighs> well sweet boys that is the news nothing nothing too crazy this week i think it's kind of like the lull before we really get into it you know i feel like november we're gonna get battlefield call of duty halo or i guess that's december but you know a lot of stuff is starting to come out and then early next year is going to be jam packed um so for right now we'll take it chip away at the backlog Something we are all doing at the moment. Transitioning into the games that are coming out this week. Nothing really. 
Um, Guardians Galaxy already out, as you can tell. Tevin, in the midst of it, you said you're almost done, you feel like. How, hey, how, I, how many hours do you have so far? Uh, I don't know about hours because uh, I leave games open just running uh. all the time because I'm a menace. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I am a few chapters in. There was a little chapter counter, but I'm like in the middle of dialogue, so it doesn't let me. Oh, 10 chapters in. Damn. So, like, how long would you feel like you've played it for, like, actually playing? A good, like, 12 hours at least. Mm-hmm. At least. But yeah, it's this quality. Like, I'm, I'm enjoying it a lot, and I feel like it's, uh, fair paced, not, not rushing too much of anything. I feel like it's uh, kind of rounding out in story. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm also very confused by the story because like, it's new with it being different from what we're experiencing in our Guardians of the Galaxy, if that makes sense. Right. So. I enjoy the aesthetic. Uh, I think it works really well, but I do think it falls in line with James Gunn's Guardian of the Galaxy. Like, pretty, like, looking at Rocket, like, now, that just looks like Rocket from the fucking movie. It does. Um, it does. So, you know, like you said, they definitely take some liberties when it comes to, you know, diverging from the Disney version. But, uh, cool. Outside of Guardian of the Galaxy, nothing really of note. We do have Riders Republic coming out tomorrow. By the time you hear this, we'll have already come out. So, give that a look if you are so inclined, like I said, on Ubisoft Pass, should you want to throw them a 15, you can try it out for the month and uh, wipe your hands clean of it by month's end and uh, never touch it again, not have to pay $60. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Past that, we have the free stuff. Epic coming out the gate with Among the Sleep, a child horror game. Talked about it last week. This will be ending... I want to say early next week, so you'll still have some time should you be hearing this. After that, it'll swap over to Dark Complete Edition. Escape a Lucid Nightmare. Uh, Another child horror game, in essence. You play as a boy stuck in his own nightmare, and you must escape. So, uh, you know, epic in that, really in that child horror bag for whatever reason. Past that, Twitch Prime is still offering Star Wars Squadrons, Ghost Runner, and Alien Isolation till the end of October. So if you hear this before the Monday after this goes live, you should be able to access those. I've already talked about um, why I could not get all of these. You do have to have Origin, GOG, and then I'm going to guess Origin or Steam maybe. Hopefully Steam for Alien Isolation. Uh, But definitely a convoluted handful. And then finally, (laughs) finally on Game Pass, Bassmaster Fishing 2022 was really the (laughs) only thing of note I saw come uh to it this week y'all boys gonna try this Bassmaster game i know i will i think this is the one thing that's gonna bring the boys back together actually this will be i think this is game of the year like i don't even have to play it i know this is the the subliminal the subliminal the what what is the word i'm looking for the prime time gaming experience that we've all been looking for this year considering the direction Bassmaster fishing 2021 went i can only imagine (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what this one's gonna gonna do it's, it's it's gonna be a sight to behold ben let me tell you you know funnily enough i was talking with bryce the other day and i was like you know what we should play hunter call of the wild <laughs> and then this fucking pops up 
It's just, it's meant to be. They really want us to get in touch with our outdoors uh, video games without actually ever going outdoors. Exactly. They know we're all in quarantine and they're, they're <laughs> like, we want to give you that ac- outdoor experience, that uh, slimy, sticky, wet fish feeling, but uh, in the comfort of your own home. <laughs> love it. We love it. Microsoft really bringing in these heavy hitters. <laughs> Well, sweet boys, I think that is it for this week. Unless y'all really have anything to add, I think uh, we can wrap it up. Mm, no, I think that's it. Go. Awesome. Adios. Yes, sir. Well, that has been episode five of M. Paradise. I hope y'all enjoyed listening. We definitely enjoyed talking. Um, so until next week, keep doing what you're doing. We'll come back with even more PC gaming and tech news. Um, but until then, we'll catch you on the next one. Adiós.